It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, August 4th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. We are into the dog days of summer now. We are. The uh, kids are driving us crazy at Just home. Dog which is, <laughs> that's always a good sign that we're into it, right? <laughs> we're looking at summer camps. We're like, is there somewhere we can put these kids for a week? <laughs> I don't care if it costs a few hundred dollars. Just they, all they do is they just fight with each other at home. So, uh, actually, the girl in the news this morning was mentioning something you should do with your kids, which was I thought was fairly genius. Bring them to IKEA. No, well, we've done that. Okay. She's <laughs> she's like, if you've never brought your kids to IKEA, it's hours of them just occupying their own time. So just unleash them in there. I don't know if I'd give it hours. No. You walk through once and then they're fighting. Oh, so fair. That's, okay. We do play hide-and-seek at Ikea sometimes. Oh, that's good. Me and the boys, well, McKenna looks. Yep. Great place to play hide-and-seek. I think it might work better if you have daughters, too, because they play they play house. Mm. As a daughter, like, like, they'll go to the fake kitchens and stuff right. and pretend that they're, you know, yeah. So Whereas My kids are like, oh, we can fight on all this stuff. Yes, right. <laughs> what can we use as swords? Although I remember that when I was young. Maybe not quite at this point of the summer, but, like, by the end of the summer, I was ready to go back to school Me when too. I was young. Because, like, yeah. friends had been gone and, like, just excited to see everybody. Well, Get back to it. It sucked for me because I, we've talked about this before, but my parents were both kind of off. Like my dad worked from home and my mom was a teacher, so she was off all summer. And I didn't like that as much, right? Because then it was more parent supervision. Whereas for a lot of kids, oh. they get to stay home and their parents are working and they get the freedom. For you're me, talking when you're a bit older. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For me, it was just like, oh, great. With my <laughs> parents all the time now. Right up in each other's grills all summer long. Yeah. Yeah, Mom, can you please go back to work, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about last names, another TV trope, and etymology, some funny license plates that we saw, the fly that's living at Shauna's house, mm-hmm. a controversial building that was proposed north of the city, some Vancouver soft news, uh, something that they may be doing at the gym. I don't, I don't know if this is just trolling or not, if this is a real thing, but pretty wild. Um... The questions that Shauna's Uber drivers kept asking her in Toronto about Calgary. First, you're out of context clip of the show. Like, what's up your leather penny? What's what the... Uh, <laughs> leather penny? <laughs> what did you put up there? VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was at the hospital with Bo yesterday. He was having some asthma trouble. He's okay now. I was about to say he's um, okay though, right? He's good, yeah. Okay. We were there for the whole day though. Um, oh, awful. And uh, you ever think about how weird hospitals are? How so? Like, well, and how weird I mean, it must I hate be hospitals. Do don't you? get me wrong. Yeah. Why do you hate them? I don't know. I just, uh, every time I go in one, it's always for bad news. So I yeah. don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. No one goes there because they're happy, mm-hmm. right? Do, you, do, no. you, uh, do you think you could ever work in one? Mm, I really wouldn't want to. No. No. Must be weird to work in one, right? Yeah. Um, it's just so sterile, too. Like, no. Mm-mm. I was thinking, so my favorite band, Dredge, has a song where they, they have this line. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I was thinking about that. Bo and I were talking about that while we were sitting there, and I was like, there are probably babies being born here mm-hmm. and people dying right now. I know. It's weird because there are people there that are experiencing the happiest days of their lives and then people who are probably having the worst day of their lives That's there. true. So, yeah, I guess maybe if you worked in like the maternity ward, yeah. it would be a fun place to work. I right? was going to say, yeah, it depends on where exactly, but I mean, even still, you see some... 
Yeah, they have complications. There's a lot of complications there too, yeah. But you're right. Yeah, like there's just people turning on and turning off in that one one spot. Like people are coming in. People are going back out. That's why there's such a weird energy there. Yeah, like if you could see... If you could see like on a map, like souls, you know, there'd just be like little fireflies. There'd be like ones flipping on and then ones fizzling yeah. out and it all happened right at that building mm-hmm. super weird that's some uh, early morning stoner chat that's for stoner you chat stoner chat right BNS in 20 minutes or less I took a bunch of Ubers when I was in Toronto last week and uh, every single one when I said I was from Calgary started asking all kinds of questions about it and they actually all asked the exact same three questions to start it was what's Calgary like how's the cold there and how much snow do you get are they thinking of moving here? Well, that's exactly it. Uh, every single one also said they have friends who have recently moved here. Ah. Uh. And saying that, like, they're thinking of doing the same because of the unaffordability of Toronto, essentially. And that's what we heard when we were shopping for houses. A realtor yep. said, like, oh, there are people putting in offers sight unseen from Toronto and Vancouver, right? Yep. So. And it's happening. In fact, a couple of my closest friends are also talking about moving here for the same reason. And what do you look like? An average one bedroom, 600 square foot condo there is $2,800 oh. a month now. So. Wow. It makes sense. But I was laughing a little bit. I was like, how would you even answer those questions? Like, what's Calgary like? How's the cold there? And how much snow do you get? How do you even respond to those, really? The second two are easy. Yeah. But um, what do you say? Because, I mean... The, like, is it cold? Is yeah. Is they ask? Yes. Um, well, I'd say it depends what you consider cold. Oh, yeah. I'm from Saskatchewan, so a Calgary winter is a breeze. Yes. But if you're coming from a warmer place, it would probably suck here in the winter. Well, and that's just it. So that's I was trying to kind of say that, and a few of them had moved to Canada recently from somewhere even warmer, and then went to Toronto first, and uh, then were thinking Calgary. So you kind of have to go like, okay, uh, it, it, can get, it can get pretty cold here. It can. As for the snow, what do you say? Because I was like, I- it's not bad. No, and I mean, people are pretty equipped to deal with it. Like, yeah. I mean, the city does a decent job removing snow and everyone has, you know, yeah. shovels and snow tires. And That's so just it. Yeah. you get through it. It's not, we don't get as much snow as they do on the East Coast, for example. Exactly. But, and really within the city, I mean, even when we get snow, it doesn't last long, right? Like, Yeah, that's true. Schnook rolls in and it all goes away. Yeah. So, so I, no, I don't think the snow is a huge, huge factor here. What about, what's Calgary like? I think Calgary's great. It's yeah. the best city I've ever lived in. Yes. Um, it was funny because the one friendly. guy what was like, I hear it's pretty quiet there. Because again, he was from Toronto. He was living in Toronto at the time. And he's like, I hear it's it's quieter. And I'm like, well, it is quieter. Yeah, comparatively. Still lots to do. And if you like the outdoors, it's great. So Yeah. And although, I think mostly the, the people are great and it's a nice, clean city. That's. I also did consider saying, it's awful. Don't come here. <laughs> don't don't drive the house prices don't, up more. Don't drive <laughs> no, it's just uh, terrible. It's terrible. You know, you definitely don't want to go spit there. At you. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. BNS in twenty minutes or less. Do you know what a squat plug is, Shauna? No, but I See I'm in the gym every single day and I had never heard of this. Mm. It came up the other day online and I'm still not hundred percent convinced that it isn't just a big inside joke on the internet, but a squat plug is apparently a bum plug. That weightlifters put in their bums while doing really heavy lifts. Okay. And the idea is to, one side I read said to increase intrathoracic pressure. So in other words, like gives you something else to bear down on and further brace your core if you're doing a really heavy lift. The things people will do. Like I said, I still don't know if this is just a bunch of people trolling all together online and 
Because I've never heard of this in real life. Like, I think that would discourage me from being a weightlifter. I'd be like, I have to do what with my butt? <laughs> I have to put what up there? Mm, I think I'm out. <laughs> That's what I, Like, is it real? It can't be real. I don't know. Can't be real, can yeah. it? I hope not. Because now every time I see someone doing a really heavy squat, yep. I'm going to wonder... Like, what's up your leather penny? What's what, uh... <laughs> Leather penny. What'd you put up there? (laughs) I I won't be able to look anyone straight in the face again. That sounds like a like a punk band or a. It does actually. Character in Bond or something. If anybody, if anybody wants that name, it's it's open for the day. Leather penny. (laughs) You can have it. But like, I've seen some videos of some crazy stuff with weightlifters before, like. People, people bleed. People have like full on nosebleed bleeds. Oh my people like God. pissing themselves because they're lifting so heavy. That's insane. Like, so this doesn't like this might be possible. I I know that's a, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, <laughs> and it's just I I will not be able to look weightlifters in the face now. <laughs> Can I take a look? No. You get your bag with your chalk and your belts and your wraps and of course your your bum plug, your leather penny <laughs> plug, which goes in your leather penny. <laughs> B&S in 20 minutes or less. I stumbled across some Vancouver Soft headlines for you. Oh, well, allow me to play our Vancouver Soft music. Yes, please do. We need that. Uh, Okay, so I'll just jump right in the number here. Park Board asks Vancouverites to help care for thirsty trees. And the article goes on to say, The Vancouver Board of Parks and Recreation is asking residents to help keep the trees green, decorating new trees around the city with water me please tag. But what's that going to do? I... Water, I don't know. Just water them. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Anyway, next. Men must now cover chests at Vancouver Yoga Studio. So a Vancouver Yoga Studio has updated its dress code to say students of all genders must cover their chests after recognizing it wasn't fair that not all yogis could practice shirtless. Always got to be a yoga headline in here, Always right? Always have to be a yoga headline, yeah. You know what? I do kind of agree with this one, though. Makes sense. I mean, I mean if... I've always thought it was kind of weird that, you know, like at the beach, for example, that I can be shirtless and you can't. I mean, I thought with Vancouver, like, you go the other way. You know, just let everybody be shirtless. Yeah, I as opposed to letting no one? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Strata found not responsible after man complains that toilet vibrates too loudly when flushed. So this... <laughs> This band. So Strata is like a housing. Yeah, it's like the condo board kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So they decided that his complaint of the toilet vibrating is not their fault. He <laughs> he's mad that your toilet. You know, toilets they what make we some. We just tighten some bolts here, or like, what, what, do we need to? Yeah, like, it, could you not fix this? Also, toilets tend to yes make a little bit of noise when they're flushed. This is what toilets do. So. <laughs> Anyway, a few he was sitting on it and he courtesy flushed. He was like, oh, that's too much. I don't like that. Also, it actually would Ow. probably feel quite nice, wouldn't it? A little like, <laughs> yeah. BNS in 20 minutes or less. I don't know if you'll have a, an opinion on this one or not, Shauna, but I thought it was an interesting story that I would throw out there. It was sent to me by a friend of the show. And you may have even seen it in the news last week, but the county of Mountain View, north of here, yeah. uh, they have approved a new dog breeding facility uh, west of Carstairs. It's going to be home to 55 dogs, including adults for breeding and then puppies before they're sold. But the rescue organization, Barks, is appealing because, according to them, all of the dog shelters in the province are currently full. And this friend of the show was saying that she thinks 
regardless of your stance on breeders, most people would agree that a commercial facility cranking out 24 litters of puppies a year in a province where the shelters are already full seems wrong. Yeah. Uh, she uh, mentioned this to me as well, and yeah. I, I have to agree. Um, and there are some additional details, too, that we aren't getting into here. Like, there are concerns over the use of shock collars to keep the barking down and stuff. But, I mean, that is the gist of it, introducing more yeah. puppies in a place where there is no room in shelters. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Why would you start breeding more puppies when we have so many that are already at risk of basically being put down if they don't get picked up? I think Bark said they turn away about 45 surrenders a a month i think it was 45 a month basically because they just don't have the the room for them anymore yeah i the problem is i i mean i don't have a dog so i've I don't never either. had to do the research on breeder versus the shelter thing for me it just seems like a no-brainer that you'd go for a shelter first if you know you're looking for a dog because these dogs are abandoned or they need homes so makes makes sense to me that's my big question i guess and like this this isn't really my world like i said i don't have a dog um i don't know a whole lot about breeders versus shelters but my question would be i guess do they believe that people who are would would buy these puppies from a breeder if that service wasn't available would go to the shelter instead like would it make a dent in the number of dogs and shelters if there wasn't a breeder available or would some or would someone who wanted a certain breed just go somewhere else to get it yeah, I'm not sure. That's the, I can't answer that question either. But either way, like introducing just more dogs into the pro, like it doesn't make sense. It sounds like this facility is going to be breeding a specific type of dog. Right. But um, even if it slightly encourages people to go to the shelter first and take a look, right? Like, hmm. But I guess is that something that like the county can can decide on? I guess they could choose whether or not to approve the construction of the facility. Yeah. And that's what but I guess Sparks is looking at doing, right? Yeah, because otherwise, what else, how do you stop it? Because if there is a demand for you know the puppies sure that are being put is. out by yeah. this facility, then is should there not be someone there to meet it? Yeah, you know, I think I a lot of these people feel, and organizations feel that people just need to be more educated on you know what breeders do and and why shelters are a better option and all of that. So. Mm -hmm. They're looking at that instead, but you're right. I mean, is it the same kind of dog owner that's looking in both places, though? Like I said this is a, this isn't really my world, so I don't I don't no, know. I'm just, and, and I don't know that either. Yeah. But I I think again, even encouraging people slightly to go to the shelters first makes sense. V and S in twenty minutes or less. So there's a black fly that's taken up residence in my house. Um, a very large black fly. Like he is insanely large. I have not seen one this big. Uh, but he's so dumb that no matter how many times I try to escort him out of the house by opening the windows and the doors and being like, shoe fly, literally, he he doesn't get it. And instead, he just hits the same windows over and over again, and he just stayed there. So he's a member of the household He's a now. member of the household. Now, I, he's not too annoying, and he hasn't tried to like go for me and bite me yet. So I'm like, you know what? He's part of the household. That's Also, every time the dumb fly hits the window, I can't help but sing to him. If at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and fly again. You can dust yourself off and fly again. Fly again. <laughs> Sorry. I'm glad that you're in on this as well. Anyway, I was I'm thinking... right here. You're right here. <laughs> you, you have no choice. I'm right here. Um, he, he needs a name, though. Oh, yeah? Okay. And as always, you know, we like to do musician names for these these types of things. So I, I would like a musician pun name. And what I've uh, the working name right now is Barbara Flystrand. I mean, I said it was a male fly, but it... Fly, Flyles Davis? Flyles. Oh, that's good. Buzzston Beaver? Ooh. Ooh. 
Flyer Straits, maybe? Flyer Straits isn't bad. Not too bad. Uh, Natalie Imbruglia, but... Nat with a G. G- Natalie Imbruglia. G- you'd have to say it that way, or people be like, that's the name of the actual musician, you idiot. Okay? <laughs> or this one. But Fly Chemical Romance. No, that's too wordy. I don't mind it. Arcade Flyer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Any of these are good. I feel like me. Barbara Flystrand might still be the one. I don't have a name for it, but the song that came to mind, do you know um, Akon and Bone Thugs, I Tried? Do you know that song? I flied so hard. I don't know if I know that no, song. No, you don't know? I mean, I... Well, that joke bombed. <laughs> it sounded really right. good when you sang it, though, <laughs> so that's all that counts. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A couple of funny license plates to tell you about, Shauna. Amazing. Saw one the other day on a minivan that said, Mom Van 2. Oh, that is awesome. And I tried my best to get up close and see who was driving, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get a good look. Oh, damn. Uh, because if it was a mom, that's funny. If it wasn't a mom, it's even funnier. It's true. Isn't it? If it was just some like young dude yeah. driving mom van too. That would be awesome. Also suggests the existence of mom van one. Yeah, what happened to mom van one? I don't know. I, w- I wonder if they have two vans in the family. They have mom van one and mom van two. Or mom van one didn't fare so well and oh. you know, got into an accident. So rest in peace, mom van one. On to mom van two now. Like the Simpsons cat? Yeah, just like that. Well, that's like my I call my phone the bat phone, and it says when you like when you respond to emails and stuff, it'll say like rest in peace bat phone one two and three because I'm on number four. <laughs> the f- first three didn't fare so well. Um, secondly, friend of the show Dallin sent me a license plate that he drove past, uh, and it said V all one word V A six T O M Y. Now, if you could picture that in your head, V A six T O M Y vasectomy. That's what I thought, and that's what Dallin thought too. Absolutely. There's but no like, question. Why get that as a personalized plate? That is funny. I mean, first off, it could be that they're part of a vasectomy business, you know? Like, could be a urologist? Yeah, it could right. be that you made a lot of money, uh, you know, doing that. Was it a nice vehicle, did they say? Or? Pretty average. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other option would be he's single and he's like, no need to worry about getting accidentally preggers here. <laughs> well, that's what we thought. Like,. <laughs> Come along. Or Look even, what I got. Not even single, but just some guy who wants to let you know he's raw dogging. Oh he's just. God. <laughs> uh, the other option is that they decided not to have another kid and instead spent the money on the vehicle, right? Mm, like, got okay. a vasectomy, so this this vehicle was paid because I saved all that money not having kids. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I don't know why neither of us clued into this, but we've talked before about a license plate that started with VA6. We thought it was VAG. VAG plate, yep. But VA6 and VE6 are ham radio license plates. Right. And if you're a ham radio operator, CB radio operator, you can have have a plate with your call sign on it. So he's VA6 Tommy, so that means that his ham radio name is Tommy. Yes. According to these people, that's Wasn't an unfortunate. Six to me. Well, that's an, it's an unfortunate combination of letters, though, because I would have thought the exact same thing, and I've I've bet most people do. So yeah, but I mean, someone told us about this in the past, and we completely forgot about it. Unless maybe he picked his ham radio name because of that, because he thought it would be funny, you know? Could be like within the limitations of. Yeah. A ham radio call sign. Right. He's he was like, like well, this one says of a six to me, so that's And lots funny. of people put them on their plates like that, and he was like, I want to put it on a plate. What's a fu- That's funny. <laughs> yeah. You never know. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna.
So this one's kind of different, but I learned the etymology of different chocolate bars and how they got their names. Okay. And it's super fast. Actually, there's so many of these that I, it might have to be a part one and part two, but uh, I'll just get into sure. it here. Butterfinger. So Butterfinger was the result of a contest that was held by the candy company back in 1928 to name the chocolate bar. And the winner was a, a guy from Chicago who described himself as a big klutz. Thus, Butterfinger. Okay. So just named it after him. Okay. Uh, Snickers was named back in the 1930s after a horse that the Mars Company owned. So they their horse was named Snickers. They named the <laughs> Snickers bar after it. But it's actually sold in Britain as Marathon Bars. Exact same bar, though? Same bar, called Marathon, because Snickers rhymes with Knickers. Mm. And back then, that was inappropriate. So they didn't want a bar called Snickers because it was wrong. Well, I sort of get it, yeah. I guess I so. I sort of get it. Uh, Kit Kat. Now, this one isn't completely confirmed, but people believe it was named after the Kit Kat Jazz Club that was popular in London in the 20s. Okay. So that's where that came from. So Reese's. Some of these have nothing to do with chocolate bars at totally all. Totally not. And that's, I, I never really thought, I never really think about them in the names, right? You just know the ones you like and yeah. that's it. Uh, Reese's. So that's named after the Hershey employee who invented it. His name is Harry Burnett Reese. But when Reese's were first sold, they were called penny cups. So they used to be called Reese's penny cups because I guess they were that cheap and they were sold individually and then they morphed from that. Now they're expensive and they're making them smaller. Totally. Uh, I don't want to, don't get me into it. I know you're upset about that. Don't get me into it, okay? (laughs) Uh, Sour Patch Kids used to be known as Mars Men in Canada. And again, was that like the Mars family? Yeah, but they changed the name to Sour Patch Kids in the U.S. during the Cabbage Patch Kids craze. Oh. And then it expanded to here as well. So, so they were just capitalizing off the success of that? Totally. I guess we should also say that like so many of the chocolate bars that we know are owned by the Mars company, it's right? True. Which is it, Mar- it's crazy. Mars Bar and Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then Rockets are actually called Smarties outside of Canada. Did you know that? No, but and we have our own Smarties. That's why. So the reason they called them Smarties was actually to encourage higher education or getting an education. That's why they initially named it that. Uh, and then in Canada, we already had our own Smarties, so they had to change the name to Rockets here. But Okay. There you go. Um, one, one of the funniest regional differences, I think, is that we call like like a, like a sprinkles on a cake or a cupcake or, yeah. you know, we call them sprinkles. Mm-hmm. I think in the northeastern United States, they call them hundreds of thousands. Yes. Which is a, which makes no sense. There's hundreds of thousands on that. That's very odd. Uh, and one last one, the Jolly Rancher, which I never really thought stopped and thought like Jolly Rancher, what an odd name that is. But it's the name of an ice cream store in Colorado. And of course, it was named that to give off a friendly vibe with like a Western feel. So Jolly Rancher, as in somebody who ranches. Never, never thought about that and why they're called Jolly Ranchers and it how was, random that is. It was an ice cream store? It was an ice cream store that was kind of like a happy rancher is what the ice cream store was trying to get at. It didn't have anything to do with the candy itself. Nothing again. to do with the candy. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, so many of those don't, do no. they? Wow. Etymology with Shauna. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Thought of another TV trope. Oh, good. Actually, this one came up in conversation over the weekend. So often in movies and TV shows... They don't show anyone facing the consequences of the laws that they break, up to and including murder. It's true. Like, think of any superhero movie where they like they destroy half the city and kill countless people mm-hmm. in the process. I mean, as long as the villain is defeated, that's kind of the end of it. There's no, like, 
There's no like accountability after that. I always right? think There's though, no... if they're like a well-known superhero, that's just part of it. You get a pass because you're a superhero. Although like... I, I watched a bit of the show Boys. Okay, that, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, that Netflix series, and it's about superheroes, and, and they face some repercussions of do they some things they do. Like yeah, you threw someone into a building there, threw mm-hmm. a building, and probably killed some people in the process. I mean, and in those yeah. movies, they always yell at the superheroes, right? Like they, there are times where it's like, can you not destroy the entire city <laughs> next time? Like. Maybe let's do a little less in casualty-wise, but you're right, yeah. The show that inspired the conversation was Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Um, someone that's pointed the lawless that West. So many people in that show just get away with murder. Like, there are... Mm. I don't know what the body count is in Yellowstone, but you would think it would be high enough to warrant an investigation from the, the state police or higher up than that, at least, mm-hmm. you know, like, but, but they're in the cahoots with the police in certain points. Well, because right? like, the most powerful law enforcement entity in the area is the Livestock Commission in yeah. that show, which it just doesn't make any sense. I like, know. you just can't. Can't yeah, you think over time they'd be like, like, "Wow, there's a lot of people that well, go missing here and <laughs> are dead now." That's odd. Fifty murders in Bozeman, Montana, huh. last year. Maybe we should take a look at what's going on here. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I made a joke about this after I rewatched E.T., the extraterrestrial, with my boys, because they had never seen it. Still a great show, but... Always. I mean, you got to think, Elliot, the little boy in that show, helps to free the first and only alien ever caught by the government. He's going to disappear into a CIA site and never see the light of day again after that. And that really changes the end of the movie. Like He helps E.T. get on the ship with his family and fly away, and he's so happy. And then the government takes him and puts a bag over his head, and he's just gone forever. That's how it what, would actually go. Was there an ET two? There was no ET two. That's why. Because <laughs> if there was, Elliot that's what would happen, and it would be being interrogated, yeah, still be rotting away. No, it's not good. B and S in twenty minutes or less. I don't know how I got thinking about this, but I was thinking about how a lot of last names originated from the profession those people used to do, right? Occupational surnames. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, a cooper is a person who repairs wooden casks or tubs. So if your last name is Cooper, that's what somebody way back that went in. Like a barrel maker. Exactly. Or yep. uh, Smith, you know, referring to somebody who's a blacksmith or another type of Smith. Sexton, I didn't know this one, but the last name Sexton comes from somebody who was a character caretaker at a church or a graveyard it's a weird one that's a bit of a weird one for sure where does the sex come from that's a good question i'll have to etymologize that down the way when you really start like looking into it basically every last name is an occupational last name in some form yeah most of them yeah and they've transformed over time but you can trace back to the root a lot of the time barker clark taylor like you look into it these were all jobs at some point or in some language so even like if you're if your last name isn't english it's probably an occupational surname in some Which other is language. Cool. Yeah, uh, but it got me thinking about if we were to name people today that way, and how odd the last names might be then. Like Shauna Radioer, that would be me, or Radio Smith, if we wanted to toss that on the end because it sounds a little more regal. That was not bad. No, Shauna Radio Smith. Yeah, like Brittany Blogger, would that be one? Corey Coder, Josh Utubion. It's odd to think about. YouTuber? YouTuber. YouTube yawn sounds a little more, you know, majestic than that. Sarah Realtor? Danny Garbage Man? Yeah. Julie Account... Account... Okay. Sean? Accounts account, Receivable? Account. <laughs> That's a terrible last name. Wow. What, what about John Trucker? <laughs> if you drive truck. Yeah. You have to say it that way. No, no. It's not John Trucker. It's John Trucker. Well, Carter. Trucker. Carter. You're right. Someone who delivers right yeah. or even i think bailey 
Bailey is someone who delivers. It's an old English word. So mm, yep. that would be... Yeah, so the modern day version still, though, better. True. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.